Welcome to the Illini Basketball Podcast, episode number five. And I'm going to do that every time. Every single number, I'm going to do that. The mic's above my head. Uh, we're in studio, obviously, the Illini studio in Champaign, Illinois. Obviously, we're totally in Champaign. That's all where we do all our Right across from podcasts. the State Farm Center. Should be called Assembly Hall, but whatever. Uh, reviewing the Maryland and Michigan games. Everything that happened to those games, what have you. Uh, Andy Katz will be a topic once again because, seriously, with this guy. Flip-flopper. I can't stand him. Flippy, uh, flippy-flopper. We'll, we'll preview the Old Dominion game, discuss what we're going to be doing next Wednesday and Friday, all that kinds of stuff. We'll go over the Maryland game first. Uh, this one was uh, not uh, not good. No, it was not. Uh, and before we get into the Maryland game, uh, Tavion Jones was announced uh, to come back right after we got done yeah, with the podcast last totally week. Yeah, um, yeah. So, sorry we missed that, but uh, obviously he's back, but you guys wouldn't know that unless you saw Underwood say it because he didn't get any playing time for two games. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Illinois-Maryland was 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 a rough one. Um, they Boy. showed uh, their second-half prowess. Um, not very good, but or Maryland was, a I think, seven, seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh course they won 59 58 i predicted a 83 74 game with a maryland victory you predicted maryland 84 illini 70 so obviously the shooting was not there um it just was not not a good second half for him uh first half looked fantastic uh i think they said kofi was leading the big 10 in double doubles starting that game and he was eighth in the nation which he had another double double against michigan um, and I saw that Underwood is three and twenty on the road in the Big Ten <laughs> since he started. So he's now three and twenty-one thanks to this game. Uh, I wonder what those wins are. I, At Ohio State, Rutgers last year. maybe did they beat they beat Rutgers last they year? They went to Ohio State and beat them. I think. Yeah. Should have beaten Wisconsin on the road, but whatever. Yeah. Ethan Happ sucks. Uh, Demonte Williams got the start over Andres Felice this game. I think that's a good move. I, I like it. I like Felice coming off the bench. I I still question DeMonte's ball handling skills, so it kind of scares me, but his athleticism speaks for he itself. He shouldn't be dribbling. Um, yeah, he he needs to get the ball and look to get it to somebody else. But on the on the defensive end, I think that he's, he's doing a great job. Uh, they started the game off with uh, two pick and rolls. I think they must have listened to the pot. I feel like, you know, they really listened to us when – why wouldn't they? We suggest things, so I feel they, you know, they they had the game plan. It looked like it was going well. Um, they played a little zone in the first half. I don't know. I mean, they they have a hard time closing out on three point shooters. Uh, Underwood has talked about how he's trying to not have people shoot threes, but they seem to get lost a lot, and they uh, can't can't get to the guys and they're giving up a lot of wide open threes i feel uh frazier started off hot this game uh two threes in a row i mean it was the start illinois needed and then you know it didn't didn't work out that well so we're right downhill uh imagine underwood trying to coach like three or four freshmen in a lineup that'd be bad if they're getting lost on defense and they're supposed to be this big time experienced team right yeah, that's not good. Yep. Um, they, they, you know, 
it was a close game back and forth, uh, but at the 11-minute mark, they kind of went away from the pick and roll. I don't know what they were – what happened. Um, they had some bad offensive sets after that. Um, but they – I mean, they were out playing Maryland most of the first half. Uh, held Maryland for under 30% shooting. Uh, I don't know if it was Illinois' great defense or if Maryland was just missing a lot of shots. I felt like Maryland missed missed a lot of shots. Uh, but, again, they held ended up holding Michigan to a low number. We'll talk about that later. Um, I felt even though they had a good first half, um, there were still some things that happened that they need to clean up. Uh, Georgie had two fouls with 630 left, so he had to sit the rest of the first half. Um Griffin, I, I'm still questioning his shot-making ability. He had a wide-open three, or he meant, he had three shots in a row under five minutes that he they weren't even close to going in. So, And, again, they're just losing a lot of guys and letting off a lot of open threes. So, uh, Kipper, I know we, we didn't talk about player of the game, but uh, you had mentioned before that Kipper would have been yours. I, I didn't really have one. I didn't feel like anybody stepped up. Uh, Frazier was there for a little bit. Uh, DeMonte played great defense. Uh, had eight rebounds, so he, he tied uh, Kofi with the most rebounds. Kofi was kind of non-existent, it seemed. And part of that in the second half, I feel, was due to Underwood. But uh, Kipper played well defensively. He had one goaltending block called on him. Uh, towards the end of the half, that, that was, was it was clearly not goaltending. Um, so, and you know, you lose by one, you look back on things like that, and you you, you want to think about that now more. Yeah. Man, so, <laughs> so um, Io Io would come down, he'd make a three, and then he come, he came down the next time, I, and he just chucked one up. It wasn't even open. Yeah. So he I feel like he has sets where he gets in a mentality that. He doesn't have his team. He uh, looks like a he looks like a Euro League lottery pick. Yeah, <laughs> at this point he does. Uh, Illinois had the lead thirty nine twenty five going into halftime. So, like I said, first half was great. Um, and then I wrote down after the half got over, I wrote down, "Will Underwood get out coached the second half?" <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> Here he comes. Uh, second half they. There was no offense. Uh, they only scored 19 points in the second half. So that's rough. Uh, they would – They. I don't know what's better. When they. When the other team has the ball underneath their basket, they either go to zone and they lose guys in the corners or they play man and, like, Teske rolled off uh, and had a wide-open layup. So I don't know what the solution is there. For Illinois, but they're giving up a lot of baskets when the other team's taking the ball underneath their basket. So I did see that Io is on the Bob Cousy watch list. They posted that in the second half. I don't know how, but best yeah. point guard in the nation. I think he's probably about the 45th best point guard, I would say. <laughs> I think Frazier's honestly probably better yeah. if you want to put yeah. it at the point. And I don't – I think – a big turning point. I know that it was early in the second half, but when Frazier got clearly shouldered by that guy, I mean, he yeah. that guy stepped into him, mm-hmm. and I don't know. the The announcers are like, "Oh, that not intentional." It looked intentional to me. Who who who's the color again? Yeah. 
terrible. <laughs> I don't know why the hell that guy's still in Yeah. Jail. Yep. And uh, so they they it it started like they weren't going to call anything. They ended up calling a flagrant one because I think they had to. Um, uh, personally, and it might just be me being an Illinois fan, but I it looked intentional. It looked like that man stepped into Frazier. So after that, uh, Iowa misses the front. Uh, misses an and one, and Flees makes one or two free throws, and the game just kind of starts snowballing. Um, they ended up fouling on a, some, a guy on a three, made all three of them, and a uh, nine-point game all of a sudden. Uh, Tavion wasn't in the game. I, I, I had that written down. I don't know why he's not seeing playing time. Uh He's been practicing the whole time too, so I don't understand yeah, it. Yeah, and and I got a quote from Underwood that I'll talk about at the end of the at the end of all this. Um, so it really makes me question. Uh, but Kipper got a lot of minutes. I I feel like Illinois runs this lineup with Demonte and Kipper, or Demonte and Griffin, or Griffin and Kipper, and they they can't. I don't feel like they produce when that lineup's on. They. There's something about not having ball handlers that you can see it. And they get the ball and they get stuck down low or they get, you know, they just cough it up up top. I, it, It's a weird lineup, I think. And Underwood is known for putting in some funky lineups. But uh, they still played well on the defensive end. I, but I think they ended up giving up quite a few points in the second half. 34 in the second half. So, um, when you only score 19, that makes it kind of tough. So, the Illini were in the bonus uh, with 12 minutes left in the game. And they didn't take advantage of that. Um, There were a few fouls that I thought uh, Kofi had one that I didn't didn't see him foul. And then Georgie got his fourth that kind of hurt. So... Like I said, it just kind of started snowballing. Uh, ended up being uh, Maryland was back within five with eight fifteen left, and uh, the foul situation at that point I had it written down. Uh, it was six to seven, and uh, Illinois had the seven or Maryland had the seven fouls, and it went quickly from that to Illinois had ten plus fouls, and Maryland was still with seven. Um, now that's just me being an Illini fan and a homer, and I want it, I. You know, you, you got to blame somebody. I guess I'll blame the refs. But uh, they went to a zone and at the seven-minute mark, and they ran it for like three minutes, uh, two-three zone. I don't think that Illinois runs a zone well. So uh, I just – and then Kofi disappeared the last – he didn't play the last 348, I think I had written down. Uh, they're up – Illinois up seven. Io comes down, turns the ball over. Uh, then you come down, and Smith gets a wide open three. And they, it seemed like Illinois went into this don't lose mode where they were playing scared. Seen that before? Yeah, they they weren't running offenses. Uh, towards the end, they had two consecutive uh, plays down the stretch, under you know two minutes where they forced up a a three. So, and there was no offense played. And like I said, Kofi's still not there. I don't know. I don't, I, I can't 
understand why Kofi's not in the game. He's your best player. I know he only scored eight points, but he is a game changer. Uh, so it's three point game with a minute thirty left. Underwood calls timeout, get a play set up. Their play that they they decide to run is get the ball to Georgie ten feet away <laughs> from the basket, and Georgie tries to you know do his baby hook thing that he does uh and of course it doesn't go in if it goes in maybe a different game uh 29.8 seconds left up three there's 17 seconds left on the shot clock maryland's ball cowan hits the three and you're just i mean it's i don't know how you let a three get shot in that situation there's no way i don't care if they shoot it from Illini's side trying to shoot a three there's no way you don't close out on a guy let him burn you you know but for him to to do that it unreal and then Illinois comes down Frazier or Felice has the ball uh, Underwood has a timeout in his pocket doesn't doesn't use it uh, but of course I don't know what kind of play he would have drawn up because we've seen that uh, a I don't know why Felice has the ball uh, B I understand that maybe Felice fouled on that play. I don't know. Felice might have got fouled, but I, I I have a hard time a ref deciding a game 70 feet away from a basket with two seconds yeah. left. And it was a delayed call. It was just – it was bad. And then Underwood decides to use his timeout to freeze Cowan in the middle of his free throw, so – What's he do? He misses it because Illinois is not going to do anything. Wait, there's two seconds left. So I felt like uh, <clears throat> Underwood pretty much got outcoached is how I felt. I don't know what you think. But. Yeah, we're going to get to that. I'm, I'm going to say some things about Underwood. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Stat-wise, though, I mean, 39% from the field, not good enough. 21% from three. They've been awful from three the last couple games. Yeah. 68% from the line, whatever. Uh, Iowa 9, 5, and 3. That's unacceptable. Iowa was 4 of 12 in the second half. Yeah. Um, Kipper and then, points in Iowa. And then Maryland went on an 11-1 run to end the game, and Kofi wasn't in the game that whole time. Uh, we, we saw how effective Kofi can be in the Michigan game against a great post player. I don't know why he didn't get the ball more. I don't know why he wouldn't have been down there um like i said i just wish that the ref would have let it get decided in overtime uh game was too it was too good of a game for it to be decided like that um but i understand if if you if you think there's a foul you call the foul it's just it's heartbreaking um i did uh write a quote down from good old underwood and he said the game is so easy when the ball goes in Yet when the ball doesn't go in, you have to find a way. You have to be that kind of team to be good. And he didn't. I don't think he allowed his team to be good. He they weren't running offensive sets down the stretch. They were playing not to lose. Again, Kofi's sitting on the bench, and I don't know what Illinois shot in the second half percentage wise. Do you have that number? I don't have that, but it's got to be bad. Yeah, I mean, it might have only scored nineteen points. So, 15 point lead with a, mi- a minute into the second half. I don't know how you blow that. Only 18 bench points, and 10 of those, or at least seven of them, are from Kipper. Yeah. 
24 points in the paint, 41 to 39 in rebounds, zero field goals in the last five minutes, zero Ouch. threes in the second. Zero, yeah, zero field goals. Cohen had 20 points, minutes. seven rebounds, and six assists, and he started out the game horribly. Yeah, like he ended up with 20 still, but fueled Maryland to 58 or 59 points. You should not lose. Right, doesn't make any sense, and. You know, if Virginia holds them to 59, then they lose because Virginia offense is terrible. But Illinois, <laughs> they shouldn't lose that game. No, no. And and you saw how good Illinois' offense could click in that Michigan game. There were there were spots there, and I texted it during the Michigan game. I'm like, this is fun. Like, it was fun to watch them when they were going. Um, so, I don't know. You got other thoughts on the Maryland game other than – well, it's a game they should have lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 18 bench points. You have 11 of those from Feliz and 7 from Kipper. No one else producing off the bench. Uh, not that they need to be. I think that the starting five is good enough to put up more than, what is that, 40 points? Yeah, yeah. If you're going to score 40 with your starting five, you're not going to win. Um, no, I think that I saw a stat – uh, Felice, uh, Frazier, and uh, DeMonte were like two of nine in the second half. So, I said the the shooting efficiency went down. So, I understand where what Underwood's saying about the ball going in, but I feel like he put them in a situation where they were playing scared and they weren't effectively playing how they were the first half. I mean, they put up 39 in the first half, and then all of a sudden they scored 19 points. How many games this year have we seen where Frazier has a great first, like, five minutes, ten minutes, he's hitting threes, and then he just falls off in the second? Yeah. That happened here. It happened against Arizona. Uh, yeah. Because he – well, that's right. He started out two threes to start the game, and he ended up two for six. Did the same thing so, against Arizona. Yeah. Is it the is it easy is he not getting the ball enough in the second half? I I think that they're I think that in the Maryland game they just weren't they weren't running anything they they literally were trying to hold the ball for thirty seconds, hope to get a shot up, and what and it wouldn't go in because they were bad shots. It feels like last year that in the Big Ten play, Frazier was actually getting the ball a lot more in the second halves of games. Yeah. Uh, against Ohio State, against Michigan State games that they won. So I don't know what they're trying to do if he's not getting the ball enough in the second because he's your best shooter on the outside. Right. So right. I don't understand it. And shooters have off off days. So Yeah, it's just the disappearing in the second half. It's not good. Right. It's very concerning. Yeah. And the games that they won last year in the Big Ten, Iowa's actually hitting threes, which is shocking. <laughs> but I don't know if that's ever going to happen again. Right. Yep. So – uh, 59-58 loss, 6-3 and three record after the Maryland game. I think if they w- beat Maryland, I'm not sure they beat Michigan. I don't know. Yeah, uh, coming off that high, yeah. I don't know. And uh, player of the game for me was Kipper. Why not? Whatever. If he scores more than five points, it's pretty shocking. So <laughs> might as well throw him in there for that. Uh, my next question on here is, can Underwood coach? I don't see any evidence of him being able to coach in the second half. I – I At least I feel like he gets scared. I feel like he gets out coached a lot, and I feel like Illinois had that problem. I mean, I feel like Gross did that a lot. Um, it's kind of been Illinois' mo for the past 
10 years is is the just you know it wouldn't be that way if bill self was still here so yeah weber too probably we could have kept self that would have been amazing they would have had a national title by here by then yeah i think the year that they lost north carolina self would win that game guaranteed doesn't even matter i don't know if they get there if self's coaching self loses a lot in the tourneys i don't know if you've watched him lately but he could win one just for fun (laughs) you know uh I just feel like Underwood, we've seen way too many times where they blow second half leads because they're playing not to lose. Yes, I agree. I agree that so much. And and, and I think I think that changed in the Michigan game. I don't. They played think, a full game. Basically, I don't think that they played not to lose. They kept attacking, and and they attacked well. So maybe we'll see it if they keep playing like that. They're going to make the tournament. But yes. Yes. Andy Katz might tell you otherwise. If they lose a game. <laughs> Uh, next up, when is Tevion Jones actually going to play? I don't know. Um, I, I honestly, like I said, I wrote down the quote from Underwood when he, uh, announced that Tevion was going to play. Um, I, I mean, I'd like to see him in the game. Uh, it said, he said, uh, made it sound like he was going to play. He said he really likes to see what he said. He would like to see what he could do. He said he'll suit up. He gives us an athlete we don't have. He's a guy that can obviously make do. And then he went on to say, uh, sorry, Uh, he hasn't played a game yet, but he's been really, really good in practice. He's a guy that can be a really hard shot maker. We'll see how that plays with him being a power forward because, I mean, we don't really have one right now. Um, he's not what I would consider in game shape. He is in practice shape. He's been on the treadmill and doing extra workouts in terms of his conditioning needs, uh, in terms of what his conditioning needs to be. So he sits there and he talks about how good an athlete he is and that Illinois needs him and then sits him two games <laughs> in a row. He's a great athlete. We, he's an athlete that we don't have, but I'm just going to set him on the bench right. the next two games. And that's why, and uh, I hope, I mean, I hope he plays. I hope he plays 25-plus minutes in the Old Dominion. Game. I think he gets in that game. I think you have to get him. I, maybe he didn't want to throw him into a Start Big him. Ten game. You Start know. him. I think it's guaranteed he's going to play the next three games. Yeah. Yeah. That's why this whole play a couple in the Big Ten then go back to non-conference is the stupidest it's thing in silly. college basketball. I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. Especially since they, they now have to play three. They're going to be playing Old Dominion, North Carolina, A&T, and Missouri. Yeah. Games they have to win. I mean – yeah, there's gotta, no reason not to be ten and three. Mm-hmm. Ten and three going into Big Ten plays a lot more manageable than like seven and six. Yep. Or if they're seven and six, then oh and, boy. And they could, it, sadly, they could be nine and one. Right, and now, they'd be like number fourteen in the country yeah. or somewhere around there. But yep. uh, I also a couple more before we get into the Michigan game. I said that this team has too much talent to lose games like that because. They should be able to take over and make some shots in the last five minutes. Right. There's no right. reason. Not Zero field goals in the last five is but, ridiculous. But four minutes of that, your best player's sitting on the bench. And Kofi's gonna, just going to get better and better and better. But to have – he did it in the Miami game too, I believe. He had Kofi sitting on the bench towards the end. Yeah, he did. And then, like, it's always that Io does something stupid at the end of these games they he, lose. He is coughing up the ball in in dire situations. Maybe he just thinks that he's already too good. 
Well, I I guess my th- like, why didn't he have the ball at the end of this game? Why why all of a sudden do we give Felice the ball? Why does Underwood not call a timeout? You can't tell me he doesn't have a set offense that he can run or call down to Joe at the end of the bench that's taping somebody's ankle and say, "Hey, drop a play for me." I I don't understand it, but but hey, let's ice the shooter and then the shooter all. I, all he has to do is miss the shot because what's Illinois going to do? Chuck one up from three quarters, which they still didn't even get a shot off. So um, it it was just a disappointing loss and, and one they shouldn't have lost. So Yeah, and then uh, one more thing I put, the Big Ten is open, pretty open, because like if you look at the Big Ten, you have Ohio State, who's completely dominant right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Purdue's pretty good. Iowa's pretty good. Indiana looks like they're okay, I guess. Penn State should be pretty good. Maryland's good. Michigan's good. After that, you have a lot of really mediocre teams. Um, Northwestern's not good. Mm. Rutgers and Nebraska. Wisconsin's not good. Yeah, Wisconsin's not very good. There's no reason not to be at least sixth in the conference this year. At least. Uh, Minnesota's not, you know, that good either. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, I think Ohio State. Uh, you know, Michigan State, they're going to be up there probably fighting for, for – Maryland will be up there too. I, I think there's going to be like four teams fighting for the championship. I hope Illinois is one of them, but they're going to have to do more, I think. Well, there's key – And they have a tough schedule too. The, the key for Illinois is showing up for teams that you should beat. Right. Because it seems like they always play a really good game against these good teams – but then you look at the Miami game. That's a team they should beat. They didn't show up. Yeah. Um, yep. It just seems like that. So, like, when you play Northwestern or Rutgers, or you got to win those games. Last year they did a pretty Last good job games. of that. Yeah. Uh, the games they lost in the Big Ten that I can remember, Wisconsin, Iowa. Um, who did they go to overtime with where Georgia had 36? Was that Rutgers? Rutgers yeah. or Nebraska? I always get those Rutgers, mixed up. I, I believe Why the hell is Rutgers even in the Big Ten? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. Um, they beat Maryland last year. Should have beat them this year, obviously. But uh, they just got to win the games. They if they win the games they're supposed to win, you can get the tournament that way. If they win, let's say they win the next three, they're ten and three going into Big Ten play. They win like eight or nine Big Ten games. Additionally to the other one, they already have nineteen wins going into the Big Ten tournament. That's ideal. Yeah, um, it's where they got to be. Yeah. So, uh, Michigan, this was, uh, what day was this? Wednesday? Wednesday, yes. 71-62 victory, 7-3 and three record. We'll talk about the game. We'll talk about Kofi. We'll talk about the ref ruining the momentum. <laughs> uh, the line I were actually a one-point favorite coming out the box. They're uh, really, really favoring home teams this mo- year. Yeah, and, and, well, after the line I win, Big Ten teams are 10-0 and 0 at home. I so. think Penn State was a favorite against Maryland. Were they? At Penn um, State, yeah. So, so, and uh, my brother asked this on Facebook. We asked for questions, and he said, "Why, why are people, you know, so excited? You know, on a game they should win." I think that that it was because it was so needed. Um, if they, if Illinois goes into this game and they go zero and two in the Big Ten to start, and then they got to travel to Michigan State, and then I think they play Purdue after that. Mm-hmm. Um, once they get back into the Big Ten schedule. So they could easily start zero and four. Um, yeah, I agree. It's not. This was not an upset. I picked this game seventy two sixty seven. 
Um, you, however, thought Michigan was going to win 75-64. So, I try not to jinx, and I'm um, just really negative. <laughs> but uh, I, I, did ha- I had a board meeting that night, so I didn't get home until uh, about the 10-minute mark. Illinois was leading 20-17 to 17 at that time. Um, they, I uh, saw that they were leading in offensive rebounds 7-1 to one at that point. They ended up leading 15-6. to six. Um, so they, and at that time, I want to say that they had 20 some, uh, second chance points in the first half. So, uh, I got some updates on my phone that Kipper lost the ball and then that he, uh, he, you know, he didn't take a charge. He caused a charge. (laughs) Um, and I'm like, oh boy. And then I got home and I could have swore that the announcer said he had nine points, but obviously that wasn't true. So, (laughs) Kipper was doing Kipper things, um, but he's he's still playing defensively well. Um, I really like the way he's playing on defense. Just scares me when he gets the ball because now he's getting the ball 15 feet out and he's trying to do something with it. And Every time Kipper does something, it goes right over my head. <laughs> Every time. So Seems um, like he has the ball too much for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I noticed Io uh, when I did get back uh, on the screen and rolls, he's starting – Last year, a lot he d- he did this a lot where he would rub off the screen and then he would kind of box the guy on him on his backside. So he had like an open lane where he could do a you know move. Um, it's nice to see him doing that again. I haven't seen him do that at all. Uh, he did have three possessions in a row in the first half um, where he tried to take over the game and didn't do anything. They were all empty possessions and Michigan went on a little five zero run at that point. Um, they were also getting, they, they were getting late in the shot clock or, you know, in the, in the first half, uh, Georgie threw up a three because he had to, and it oh my missed. It looked like Kipper shot it. So <laughs> I think Kipper would have been a little bit higher on the backboard though. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I understand that Georgie's playing the four spot, but I, I still don't like him getting that ball beyond the three. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any reason for him to. I think they need to set more screens down low for each other, uh, pop up on the wing, do something like that. But it's it's scary. It scares me when he gets it out there. Um, I don't think the line I are going to play well when that's the case over and over again. So uh, I talked about it before. Teske had you know they p- tried to play man on the inbounds and Teske kind of rolled to the basket, uh, got. Kofi on his backside and made an easy layup. So they got to figure something out there. Um, and I think they, they, the next one, they, they did run uh, zone and they had Michigan had a wide open three. So um, they got to figure that out. Uh, I had some keys to the game on this one. I don't, I can't figure out what kind of style I want to do the, these in. So <laughs> I'm kind of sorry if I'm all over the place, but uh, um Kipper, uh, I feel like Kipper, uh, he, he plays good defense, and we've talked about how Illinois needs to fight through screens, and I feel like Kipper's the only one on the team that's not. He, he's trying to switch off everything, and uh, I, I, I don't know why he's the one that's doing that. Uh, and then Georgie and Kofi were really good on the rebounds. Uh, Ended up being 44-28 rebound differential in Illinois' favor. So, 
18 combined for those two. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I think I wrote that Io had eight rebounds. I don't know if that's right, but it's pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. That's a and I did see uh, somebody put it on Twitter that you know Michigan being a three point shooter that the the guards were going to have to rebound to win this game, and I, I feel like the guards did. Uh, Flees had uh, three rebounds. I don't see. It. I guess Demonte is technically a guard. Yeah. Four rebounds for him. Um, I think Feliz played well. Uh, I I like it when he goes inside and he kind of bumps off the big guy and still makes the shot. He did, but I I feel like he does it once and then he feels like he has to do it again. And there was one play in the first half where he, you know, made a great shot and then he tried to run all the way down the court by himself and ended up slipping, stepped out of bounds. Kind of, kind of had a big point. So, um, and then Kofi was, Kofi, I, like I said, he is just – it's amazing how much he's progressing as a player um, just over these 10 games. Uh, he's starting to make that little baby hook that – I mean, I, I remember in one of our first ones I said that he looked like he was just trying to chuck it off the backboard. <laughs> um, but but he he's doing well, and they said that uh, – they said uh, a stat during the game, uh, he's, he came to Illinois 310 pounds – yeah, he's like two two eighty five now, nine point five percent body. There's a fat. picture of unreal. I saw a picture of it on Twitter, but another thing about him is I think I read that he's like eighteen for twenty in his last twenty free throws or something. Yeah, he's seven for it's nine a, in this yeah, game. Yeah, crazy. he's a better shot than Georgie. Yeah, like easily. Yeah, especially from the line. Um, I and then Underwood used his last timeout. I mean, use it or lose it. I understand. And you think, okay, here we go, Underwood. Let's set up a play. Let's see what you could have done against Maryland. And they run their their uh, weave. Kofi ends up with the ball behind the three-point line and has to chuck it up with no time left. And so it's just one of those things. But Illinois took a lead, uh, 30-28 in the half. Um, Kofi was just – he was unreal this game. He, he was amazing. And to do it against Teske – I think it really proved how good of a big man he's going to be. He's probably already in the top three in the Big Ten yeah. for big men. I mean, there's him, Teske, and uh, Garza from Iowa. Yeah, Apparently yeah. he's supposed to be All-American this year, but that's what uh, some people are saying. May or may not be Andy Katz, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> but I, I, we did, I had Kofi as my player of the game. Me too. Uh, yeah. 19 points, 10 rebounds. Like you said, 7 to 9 from the line, 4 blocks. And, and he had four blocks, but he probably interrupted 12 shots at least. I mean, he just – he changed the game inside. Um, he also had one punch. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, he did have one block. Uh, fell straight into Io's hands. Io takes off. I mean, it, it looked like an NBA play is what I wrote down. I just – it felt like, you know, Kofi just – magically, you know, blocked it straight into Io's hands, and Io in the open court is one of the best in the nation. But in the half court, obviously, he's not. Uh, I And then uh, right after that, Io got the ball again, tried to come down in the half court and take it to the hole and got stuffed. So um, Michigan only had – or Michigan, their first foul in the, in the, in the game was like 230 – left to play in the first 
And then to start the second half, they had three fouls within like the first four minutes. Illinois was in the double bonus pretty quickly. Yeah, they were uh, in the double bonus at like the 10-minute mark Mm -hmm. around there. Um, Illinois was up six, or they were up eight at the 10-minute mark. Uh, Kofi makes back-to-back free throws. Like like we said, uh, the the way he's improved is just unreal. Um, Griffin misses a wide-open three in transition. And it wasn't even, like, a good miss. I mean, it, like, nicked the front of the rim. So, again, I don't know why Tevion's not playing. I wrote it down here at this spot because Tevion was a good shooter, too. And that's – I think Illinois needs that, you know. The Maryland game last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Georgie seems to be coming into his own um, now. He – the playing the four was a good spot for him this game. Um, I don't know, and, and it's going to be matchup matchup. Uh, Illinois only had six assists this game, so they were running with twenty plus those f- few games. But again, that was Hampton, Lindenwood teams like that. But I feel like they need to share the ball a little bit more. Um, and one one stretch uh, in the game. Uh, Georgie got a block, Kofi got a block, and then Georgie took it to the rack, and he'll, he'll be on a poster uh, in my room uh, later on this, this week, I'm sure, because that was that was real nice. Um, so Illinois was up 10 with 3.15 left. Kofi had a big and one, uh, misses the free throw, but on this big <laughs> and one, uh, kind of thought uh, he might have killed the ref. Oh boy! Yeah, uh, uh, and then the ref tried to ruin the momentum. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, and it, and it did. I mean, you could tell he let up a little bit. Yeah. If he would have gone all the way, the ref might have died. <laughs> but that was bad. It was forceful, and and I like seeing the passion. Um, but man, that, that's a scary moment. Uh, and and like you said, Illinois, it did. It, I think Michigan ended up going on a bit of a run. Yeah, they scored eight zero run yep. after the ref went down. So uh, Michigan started full court pressing. I don't know how Illinois doesn't have a press breaker. They're legit. Got the ball into Feliz in In the the corner. corner. I I mean, I don't understand. That was, that was when I texted you. Here we go. Yep. Yep. And and I, I had, I got three text messages at that point, (laughs) three of them. So um, yeah, then that's just us optimistic line. I fans, I guess. So, uh, I, they were still giving up open threes at the end of the game. They're lucky they didn't fall. They're lucky that Xavier Simpson cannot shoot at all. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't understand that point. Uh, and at this point, they had Kipper, Griffin, Frazier, Io, and Georgie in. It's a weird lineup. And 8-0 run. I mean. It, I blame the ref for that, though. I'm not going to put that on him. <laughs> uh, DeMonte. And, and at that point is why I wrote it down. Uh, I think DeMonte came in the game for Griffin or something. So it was still that line, weird lineup with Kipper, DeMonte, Frazier, Io, and Georgie. And DeMonte went on the baseline and got lost. <laughs> um, tried throwing it out, and it's the one they went back and looked at. Um, Hummel clearly thought that it went out on Illinois. I thought it did, If too. he was the ref, he probably would have changed it. I I. There wasn't enough evidence, so if they would have changed it, I probably would have threw my I TV. think I walked out of the room whenever they were showing the replay, but I thought, like, in real time that I thought that it went out on Yeah, Dante. yep. 
Yep. So the fact that they, I think if they call it the other way, then uh, it's Michigan's ball. You know, if they would have called it Michigan's ball off the bat, I think that's the way it would have went. So it was just one of those. We got they got lucky. Um, Feliz down the stretch missed three free throws, which was, that was not good. Killer, killer. Um, so, uh, you know, they. I think Io let a, let a wide open three get shot after that play. Um, I don't understand. I, I'd rather see them overplay in those situations down the stretch and not let a three. I don't care if a guy goes and makes a layup, but if you don't have a press breaker, I guess you don't want to make anything. So, yeah. uh, Kofi ended up getting a big rebound, went one for two, uh, and then Brooks came down, tried to make a shot, and Kofi one of the it was one of those where he he just changed the shot for him. Um, so, like I said, four blocks, but he he changed a lot of shots. So, Io got the ball, made the last two free throws, easy victory. Yeah, they needed that one big time. Um, I put let's see what else did I write down here. Kofi. 19 points, 10 boards, 4 blocks. Like you said, 7 for 9 from the line. Uh, Feliz had 13. They were 45% from the field, 28 for 61. Uh, 70% from the line, 14 for 20. And, uh, yeah, 9% from 3, 1 for 11. So they made 1, huh? Who made that 1? Frazier? That, that's what you would think. I, yeah, I think it – well, I don't know. I think it was. Let's see if I can find it. I don't know. Um, I had Underwood got interviewed after the game. And he said that that was a blast. Oh boy! Which is fun. I mean, it was. It's Big Ten. It's fun. Uh, Juwan Howard said the same thing. You know, Juwan Howard can't coach. That's why he came back to the Big Ten is because he wanted games like this. Um, And then he said kept them off the three point line. And I wrote down Michigan shot eighteen threes, and Michigan's usually a pretty good three point shooting team. Luckily, they only made three of those. Uh, Wagner went zero for four. Um, he had a couple of good looks too. There, yeah, they they had a lot of open looks. They honestly, uh, they weren't contested threes by any means. Um, but for him to say that that he kept them off, you know, that the defense kept them away from the three point line. Uh, they did talk about how they were going to make this game uh, two on two. They were really going to make sure Teske couldn't get the ball. But I think Teske ended up with. 16 points still, so. Doesn't even seem like that. No, no. But uh, it was a good win, uh, much-needed win. They were the favorite, though. I, it wasn't one, It wasn't a shocking win. And and Io did say after the game, I was watching the interviews, and he said, uh, and I don't know if he said it this year or if he said it uh, last year, but he said, we're not rushing the court for these games. He said, we're supposed to win these games. We're not going to do that stuff. So, and they didn't. I mean, the fan section didn't get out there. So, what if they beat Ohio State at home? I don't even know if they play them at home. But what if I they don't did? Know if they play them at home. I don't know. I mean, I they, it, there's a difference when you're when you beat the number one team, or you know. But I don't think Michigan, Michigan is even a top five team at this point. You don't, even though they're in the, number in the five, nation. Yeah, I don't think they're number five. Yeah. Like I think that they're like a. I think. I thought they were really good, but I also think that they jumped the gun a little bit, moving them up yeah. from unranked to five. Yeah, uh, but they did beat North Carolina and North Carolina really doesn't look that good this year, though. Yeah, Gonzaga's good, but um, 
this is a Michigan team that put up 43 points against Louisville. So they're really, they're beatable. Um, and I'm definitely glad they didn't storm the court. That would have been a weird look. <laughs> Being the favorite, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I it was like one it. point, but still. <laughs> and I don't know. I, It feels like 80% of the lines this year have been home court based. Like Penn State was like a two or a three point, I think, against Maryland. Yeah. They won that game. Penn State won. Yeah. So Maryland should have two losses right now, but no, whatever. Uh-huh. That's fine. But uh, I did write that right now in that matchup, Kofi looked better than Teske. Yes. He outplayed him. But you never know. Teske has more experience, maybe down the stretch, whatever. I, and that, but Kofi's just going to, like, he's just going to get better. He's, there's, I, I don't see him regressing. You know what I mean? Uh, they they talk about it all the time. He's only played organized basketball for three years. Uh, he doesn't look like it. Yeah, you you wouldn't know that. Um, but when you're built like that, it changes the game. Uh, I did have your buddy Andy Katz oh God. Um, said, and the other guy in the studio said, that this team will not even be on the bubble. They're that good. Illinois? So, yeah. So last week... He had them not making the tournament, and this week they're they're in no matter what. See, that's why I called him a fraud. <laughs> I mean, seriously, unless he says different things in his articles or his brackets, which who the hell cares about his bracketology? He doesn't know a thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, he he definitely says different things on his websites and his articles than he does in the Big Ten Network. I don't know if it's mandated that on the Big Ten Network you have to say nice flowery things about the teams. Sure, I, I'm sure it is, but still, I mean, have it. some balls, my yeah. God. Um, I did get a thing from my brother today uh, about Illinois' defense because we, we in the past, I've talked about where's Underwood's aggressive defense. So, uh, according to this guy, it's uh, Jim Root from Three Man Weave. Uh, he thinks that Underwood is playing more of a, a slag defense this year, trying to prevent people going to the rim. And he makes some good points about how uh, Illinois last year or even the year before, they they give up a lot of layups, and this year they're not giving up layups. Uh, he has he has a stat in here: two uh, field goals at the rim, and in 2017-18 they gave up 32 percent, 18-19 they gave up 38 percent, and this year they're giving up 25 percent. Uh, I I see what he's saying with this, I, and I. You know, he's got good photos on here about slag defense. I think a big part of that's Kofi. I mean, you're not going to the rim. So, I I like – I guess I, I, I am liking the under-aggression. Um, and they there was a, a stat in there when Kofi's not in the game, they are aggressive again. I feel like – but I don't feel like he changed it to be better. I feel like he changed it because now he's got a seven-footer in the middle oh. of the lineup. So – I, I don't know. They are 49th in defensive efficiency, according to uh, Haslametrics.com free plug. Uh, so it's not horrible. Sponsor wait till us. you see Old Dominion's. Uh, yeah. Whenever we go over them, wait till you see that. <laughs> you got anything else on the Michigan game? Any questions, uh, comments, concerns? I don't believe I have anything, but I did write that this is a tournament caliber team. It just is. win. And I also said the uh, ref ruined the momentum. I did write that down as well. And I, I want to mention I feel that. like he did. I mean,. You, you could see it. He was on the floor it. for like 10 minutes. I mean, jeez. You could see it. But I, I, it looked like he might have had a dent in his head. That hit so That's hard. what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, 
could have been a lot worse if you would have really not yeah. even had any awareness yeah. of this. But this this was the Illinois team that that I think fans thought they were going to be. Uh, I think they're there. I hope they stay there. I that's the only thing with these Illinois teams is they get there and then they're not there. So mm-hmm. hopefully we can keep it together. So I have. Just want to go over this real quick before we talk about Old Dominion. I have their Illinois' four worst performances according to Haslametrics and all that stuff, all the different metrics that they use, which is a lot of things. There's a lot of weird things that I don't understand, but it's good stuff. It's quality. I used it on my bracket last year, and I dominated. So Okay. So I have their four worst and their five best. So their four worst performances, two of them are wins, by the way. Uh, so you have number four is – Against number 264, according to this, which is Grand Canyon, 12-point uh-huh. win. That was their worst performance. Really? I guess. Okay, probably fourth worst, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if it's backwards or not. Number three was Arizona. Uh-huh. They lost that game by 21. Number two is Nichols. They won that in overtime by eight. And then, obviously, their worst was Miami, Miami yeah. which they lost by two. But uh, then their best, number five, is the Citadel game. Citadel's number 280 on here out of – Three, I don't even know how many there is. Three fifty, yeah. Maryland was their fourth best. Uh, they lost that game, obviously. Hawaii was their third best. Hawaii's number one twenty-four. Second best was Michigan, which Michigan's number seventeen on here, and their best was against Hampton, who's number three twenty. They beat Hampton by forty-nine. So, yeah. uh, those are their five best performances and their efficiency. And the difference here is like, I don't know what these numbers are, but against Michigan, it says their efficiency was up. 14.17 against Hampton it was 29.14 so it's a pretty big difference there but um, it seems yeah. like they're getting better uh, with their all play percentage ranking it's going up every single week so uh, I think that they're getting better at these things we'll go over some other stats from them and uh, Old Dominion when that when that game comes around but uh, do you have any final thoughts on the Michigan game? Uh, I just it, it was a really clean game, except for, you know, the, the 8-0 run to end it. It was just well played, I thought, um, all around. It was it was fun to watch. Like I said, this, this team can be really good, and I think they showed it against Michigan. I think people know that. I mean, the Illinois being a favorite, I think it's, it's obvious that they're good enough. They wouldn't have been a favorite last year. No, not at all. It's fun. Hopefully they can can make some noise in the Big Ten. That's what it's all about. And hopefully the stupid scheduling where they have to play three non-conference into the conference again doesn't hurt them, but it might. Yeah. Because you're going from playing. But you're gonna play. You're gonna play Missouri, which is, you know, it's bragging rights. So I think you get up for that game regardless of. They're gonna win that game by thirty. I hope they do. Hope they do. Uh, I'm all partying in St. Louis all night. Okay, so I guess we'll go into the Old Dominion game. This is the only game we have to preview because this game's on the 14th. And then the uh, – what's the next game after that? Missouri is – Is Mizzou – I think Mizzou is before um, – They are. Uh, Missouri is 22nd, the 21st. 21st. 22nd or 21st, whatever. So 21st. Which is next Saturday, so we'll do that on Friday. We'll do the thing for that, I guess. Yep, and then they play a – they don't play a – then they have eight days off. Yep. Because Christmas. So they don't play a – Which is BS. Yes, they should play on the 26th. 29th. <laughs> play the 29th. So. Uh yeah, so they got Old Dominion tomorrow. If they lose this game, uh, I don't have a lot. I just put 
They are bad, real bad. Yeah, I have a lot. ESPN has them 95% to win, and yeah. Illinois should win by 20. ESPN had Illinois like 70% to beat Michigan, so yeah, maybe they're right. Um, they I, also had them at like 85 to beat Miami, but whatever. I have their lineup. Uh, it looks like they start four guards and a forward. Uh, they Honestly, they don't have a center listed on their team, but they have a seven-foot forward. Um but uh, they have their their best player, Xavier Green, which is a 6'6 guard, averaging 14 points a game. Their offense is awful, by uh, the way. Yeah. Uh, next guy, 6'1 guard, averaging 10 a game. Next guy, 6'5 guard, averaging 10 a game. And then a, another 6'5 guard, averaging 8 a game. They can't score, and they have no depth. Yeah. So. Uh, and the 7-foot center, I think he he's playing like 16 minutes a game. 215 pounds, and he's averaging four points. So 215? 215, seven foot, 215. There's no way. <laughs> that's what it said. That's why I looked it up. He's going to, like, break his so arm. Maybe, maybe that's why Kofi. he's listed as a forward. So uh, Kofi should have a great game. Like I said, hopefully Tevion gets gets in. I think Kofi's so. going to get 20 points and 20 rebounds this game. Yeah, uh, he should. So. Uh, so Old Dominion is 3-7. and seven. They're 1-3 and three on the road. They're averaging 61 points per game. Illinois is averaging like 82, I think. Okay. Uh, this is a serious mismatch. Like, really, really serious. This is probably their... So it'll probably go into double overtime. Yeah, great. <laughs> They've dropped six in a row. They lost to... Listen to these teams. James, I looked them up. <laughs> yeah. James Madison, uh-huh. George Mason, Washington State, Loyola Chicago, William & Mary, and VCU. I think they kept all these games semi-close because they have a pretty good defense. Uh, their other loss was to Northern Iowa. Their wins are over St. Joseph's, Loyola, Loyola, Maryland, and Northeastern. Haslametrics, they are two, number 206 of 353 in all-play percentage, which I don't know where Illinois is at in there, but they're probably a lot better than that. Uh, they have the num- number 107 strength of schedule, number 267 in pace, and this is the weirdest part. They're number 317 in offensive efficiency and number 62 in defensive efficiency. So Really? There's like a huge drop off in yeah. that, so I guess their defense is pretty good. Uh, but then again, what kind of what what kind of you know size uh, are I they going to see? Yeah, it doesn't look like only one team scored more than seventy on them. Yeah, they have a pretty good defense. So, but then you look at Illinois. Illinois sixty eighth um, in offense and 49th in defense. And they they only lost to VCU by twelve. It looks like is VCU good this year though? VCU or? beat somebody early. I felt. Oh, they lost to VCU. Lost to Purdue by three. Um, maybe they didn't beat anybody. Oh, they beat uh, LSU. I, I think the know. the way that Illinois can pull away How here LSU's is by uh, the way that Illinois can pull away here is probably by creating turnovers, running the floor. Um, I don't know. I don't know what kind of you know. I, I I would assume that their perimeter defense for Old Dominion is probably a lot better than their interior defense. Because if they have a seven foot two fifteen forward, if he gets to play, if he like bumps into Kofi, he's gonna like break his arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which, well, I did have somebody uh, Adam asked about the, what we thought on the flopping rule. We talked about this. Uh, Stupid. We talked about it in the first it's podcast, I believe. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's no no line to draw. Um, we haven't seen it that much, though. It's just kind of yeah. We saw it. We it seemed like they called it a lot. The first, Hawaii like, game, three we saw games, it twice, right? Um, and then they've kind of backed off of it. But 
it's it's just it's on the ref to to it's a judgment call really and i don't know how you i get why they put it in and why they have it but i don't get how you you're going to decide games because i think you called too floppy i think they need that more in the nba than yeah. in college basketball so yeah i don't think it was that big a deal i i don't know if they they're doing it because of injuries cuz if somebody falls over you can step on them and break an ankle i don't understand exactly why yeah um, i don't know so but yeah i i disagree with it um i don't know if there's a lot of fans out there that that uh don't disagree with it so so illinois record quality is 90th in the country uh schedule strength they actually have an easier schedule than old dominion has so far which makes sense. I mean, they played Hampton, Lindenwood, Grand Canyon, right. uh, Nichols. And then, you know, I think that Old Dominion's played some pretty average teams. They haven't really played anybody that's good. Uh, I don't know what VCU's ranked. I can look real quick, though. I, I assume that VCU's somewhere in the top. Yeah, they're 44th, so they're right around where Illinois is. But uh, So you can't just, you know, fall asleep for this game. you got to win. they got to come out. While they should win, they can't take them lightly even though we just kind of dumped all over them because their offense is awful. <laughs> this is the type of game where you need to keep them under 50 points because it's doable. Yeah. Um, this is probably the biggest drop-off in college basketball. 317 in offensive efficiency, 62nd in defense. Like, that's, I don't even understand how that's possible. That's unreal. Are they Honestly. just not playing on offense? Are they have like six-second possessions? Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. I don't know how they do the pace stat. I the pace of uh you know how they play yeah illinois 181st in that <laughs> um in pace of play it yeah. just says pace i don't know how i believe i mean i believe it they get there's like, got to be a page of all this they get slumped down those half court offenses and it's biting so and before we go let's just do this for fun where was illinois ranked last year at the end of the year in Haslametrics, they're 41st right now. Last year, they finished the year at 68th, which would have made them, if it was just based off... 68th with 12 wins? Yeah. <laughs> that They were actually a good 12-win team. <laughs> they, that's they're true. They're the best 12-win team I, in the country. I mean, I, last year, I always thought, all they got to do is get over that hump, finish games. When they, Weren't they like... What was their record I like? I still thought they'd get to the tournament, and that was when. But they lost like six. In right a row around the down Michigan the stretch, State, right? right? Yeah, right around the Michigan State game, weren't they like? What was the record like? Uh, they were like ten and eleven or something. Yeah. And we thought that running the table off the <laughs> tournament because yeah. they started the year four and eleven. Yeah. Yeah. And then they won a bunch, and they then did. Uh, got our hopes up. But. Twelve and twenty-one. Illinois but, got Kofi this year. If it was top 68, Illinois would have been the last team in the tournament yeah. if it was based off that, which it should be based off that. You know? <laughs> What's not? up with the free bids? You know more comp- much more competitive it would be? If it was top 68 instead yeah, of the, instead of the one seeds yeah. playing. Like, like if that was based off that, Illinois would be a 16 seed, and they'd be a damn competitive 16 seed. That's true. Um but then you'd have then what's the point of being a one seed though? Yeah. Well, if you're a one seed, you're supposed to be good. So why don't you beat the teams that you're supposed to beat? True. They're playing like high you school teams. You don't want to be like Virginia. UMBC. That is never going to happen again. No. And if it does, it'll be like Illinois being a one seed in like 20 years and then losing <laughs> in the first round. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, predictions? Yeah, predictions for this game. I'm not gonna write it down, but I'm gonna say. I'll write it down so I can tell you how off you were. I'm gonna say something wild here. Okay. Sixty-five to thirty-eight. Yep. That is that's definitely wild. And when they have thirty-eight points in the first half, I will be wrong. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Illinois breaks that. Uh, nobody. I, I'm thinking they're gonna score eighty-one this game. Be Old Dominion eighty-one sixty. That's what I'm gonna say. So. What do you think the lineup's gonna be for this game? I hope it's uh, Kipper, Tevion. Uh, that Hamlin kid from Lincoln, uh, the the kid Griffith, yep, and Underwood. All right, that's good. I think they're going to stick with the same lineup. I, I say you take Demonte out, put Hamlin in, and roll. <laughs> they would be overwhelmed by the size. It'd be like twenty to nothing in the first minute. Yeah, the, I I don't think he's going to change anything. Um. I the think defense that, is a lot better when DeMonte starts. Yeah, I think this lineup uh, has proven that it can win games. So, what is this? They did two games, the first two Big Ten games with that lineup. Mm-hmm. Did they do – what was the last conference game before Maryland? Non-conference. Who did they play? Uh, Linden? No, Hampton or Lane? Was it Linden? Was it, Linden it was one of those two. I think it – well, yeah, it was Linden one, I think. Wow. Yeah, so – well, which he didn't change. It was uh, he didn't change the lineup. Uh, Miami. Oh yeah. Or Illinois podcasters. Yeah, um, yeah Miami, obviously. So, um, but yeah, that that lineup was the same as the first six games or whatever. So. Yeah. Uh, so what are we gonna be doing next week? Next week we are gonna have our decade in review. Uh, for Which El- is going to be brutal for oh, the man. U of I. Um, we'll talk about past coaches, past players, uh, missed opportunities in the recruiting field. It's probably the biggest topic right there. Yeah, um, and any other things you guys want to talk about? Could so have had Anthony Davis. Let us know. Uh, <laughs> let us know what you want to want us to talk about for that. So. Even though D Rose went to college in Memphis in like 2008, could have had him. Could have had him. Could have had uh, Liddell, but he was at Ohio, he was going to Ohio State regardless. You could make like a top so. top team in the country lineup out of Chicago players that they lost. Yeah, Jabari Parker. Well, how long was it before until they got Io? How long ago was it since they got a Chicago player? It I don't know. Had been a while. I think nineteen forty-seven. <laughs> Probably in the forties. Did they have any players from Chicago on like the flying Illini? Yeah. 89, whatever year that was. Yeah, we'll find that stat. We'll have it for you next Wednesday. We've um, done no preparation at all so far. We haven't done anything, but but we'll get it out there to you guys. And I then know, Friday we'll be doing it. the uh, Friday we'll be talking Bragg and Rice preview, talking about the 65-38 victory over Old Dominion. Yeah, uh, so the Friday pod will probably be shorter, um, five I assume, because <laughs> we just got two games to talk about, and then we'll come back. Yeah. And then we'll be back like the 20, 20th. No, twenty seventh, twenty eighth. Good math. Yeah, twenty <laughs> eighth, and then for that it'll be post Missouri, post North Carolina A and T, right? Isn't that game like the twenty twenty ninth? Oh, it'll so, be pre that. Yeah, so we'll only have it'll be pre Michigan State, I think. We'll too. only have the Missouri game to talk about um, and then we'll have that the they played, previews, and right? then we'll have uh, 
two or three games previews. I think it's two because I think Michigan State games like the Thursday before the podcast. Okay, they play so Michigan we'll be fresh State off on the that second, one. and then Purdue on the fifth. Yeah, so it's luckily right. at home. So I guess we'll count the decade podcast as episode six, and then the one 6. on Friday 1. will be the seventh. <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep going. Our numbers are going to be like we'll be at like three hundred. Yeah, very quickly. So. But uh, yeah, I think that's all I have. Thanks for the listen, folks. Yeah, and uh, we will be back. Uh, I will be back next week at some point, probably Monday or Tuesday, with my St. Louis Blues one, which I've been a fan of that how team long, for years. How often are you doing the all sports one, which has an intro song, and I've been begging for an intro song for we'll six episodes. Out. We'll figure it out. Uh, so. I think that one's going to be next Wednesday, and then the Thursday after that, because Wednesday, Christmas is a Wednesday, so it'll be the 26th. Yeah. But uh, so check those yeah. out in between the line I won. Rate, follow, subscribe, like, share, comment, question, statement, all that stuff. Do all that for do. us. So yeah, we'll, we'll see you next Wednesday. Peace, easy. <laughs>